It's Brian Noonan in for Nick one more time. Nick will be back with you a Sunday night into Monday morning. 312-981-7200 is how you get involved in the program. No matter what we're talking about, it's always more fun to talk to you. So feel free to jump on in. All right, we were talking about beer. Now sometimes you might want to have a beer and then watch a movie. Well, if you've been listening to the news, you know some of the big theater chains, AMC in particular, is saying they don't they don't think they're going to survive the pandemic. They've got you know so much overhead, so many places uh, that are open. Then you hear news about Cinemark saying they're not going to require masks. Well, these are all big chains, and that's all well and good. But what about the smaller theaters, the independent cinemas that are in your neighborhood, especially places that are so woven into the community, like the Music Box Theater at thirty seven thirty three North Southport here in Chicago? celebrating 90 years. Unbelievable. The general manager of the Music Box Theater, Ryan Ostreich, is my guest. He joins me now on WGN. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Hey, Brian. It's, uh, it's nice to be on the show. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. I think We have talked before because uh, my old producer, Cody, uh, is a not only a huge fan of the Music Box, he co-opted your marquee for his engagement. <laughs> that Cody. That Cody. Okay. Yes, that Cody. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this connection that we've got. I yes. do. It, that's. I, and I also love those requests. I mean, it, it, there's nothing more heartening than than uh, asking somebody to do you a favor. That uh, that's a big question like that, or a big big milestone for them. I I just I, I enjoy those moments of my job. Well, that is that is a connection that the music box can have that a random cineplex at the mall cannot have, and that's why it's so important for uh, for independent theaters like yourself to keep going. Now, what's it like? 90 years is amazing to to have that kind of support. What I know you had different things planned for the celebration, and then the virus decided to throw a monkey wrench into all that. How are you marking 90 years? Well, I mean, we've you know, we, we started our, our, our kickoff of our 90th year back in August. So we've really just been kind of, uh, we were running on high speed, honestly. Uh, we were, we were, at, we were running on all cylinders. We were doing our, all of our greatest hits, you know, from, you know, our sing-along sound of music to our Christmas shows. And oh we were, we were in the midst of our uh, fan favorite 70 millimeter film festival when we got, sh- when we had to shut down. Um, and so, you know, for, for our 90 years, we were, we were, we were riding high. I mean, it was just, it was, it it was everything we, I had been plotting and planning for and ways of celebrating and both experimenting, but giving, giving the customers also what they love and doing new things and bringing back old things. And yeah, I just, I can't tell you all of the great things we had been doing and we're still doing and had coming up. And, and then it was just like, pause button. Uh, and then you're just like, and then at some point static comes over your screen and you're just like, huh, well, <laughs> we're going to get back to this. I think well, we're going yeah. to come back around. We're going to show you more movies and have more guests and do more of the things you love at, some point and it just seems to have gotten longer and longer the wait and the and the certainty has become more and more shrouded and 
and, and uh, confusing, you know. But uh, we really were having a great 90th year. I promise you. We we uh, ask anybody who's been coming to the theater in the last six months, and they'll tell you that you know they they've seen a lot and they've they've inter- interacted with a lot of great filmmakers and guests and, and memorable shows. I mean. Um, yeah, it's been a hell of a 90th, but uh, but also one that I'll, we'll never forget, considering what we're currently going through. Yeah, that is uh, that is an understatement to say the least. All right, let's let's talk a little bit about the future, and then and we're also going to talk about what's going on now and how people can keep the Music Box Theater going, and the importance of uh, independent theaters and things like that. But you're you're a business that works with crowds. Your your whole thing is getting a lot of people into the theater to for your events and your films and all of this what kind of challenge are you going to face going forward when the, when the city finally does say, okay, we, we're into phase four, theaters can start to reopen. What's the music box going to look like when somebody comes into a, to a movie? Uh, well, the reality of that statement is the music box will not reopen in phase four because the restrictions that the city have placed on us for what stage four will look like are too onerous and we will lose a lot of money just to open. Wow. In, in what ways? Yeah. Well, so what happened with their phased reopening plan, which had a lot of really good things in it in terms of social distancing and masks and sanitation and all of the things that you needed to be smart about, you know, in terms of running a business and mitigating risk, because you want to keep your staff safe and you want to keep your customers safe. So what's the best thing to do? Well, bring that risk level down as low as you possibly can go and ask, you know, both your staff to be, you know, um, policing themselves and ask your customers to be policing themselves. And so we were ready and we understood everything we were going to need to do. But then this phased opening came out and all of the restrictions we'd been planning for were there, except this one extra one that was, oof, it kind of killed us. We are a venue that has two auditoriums, okay? okay? And the important auditorium is the historic main theater it has 750 seats now what these restrictions say is you can only have 50 people in there oh that's it so 50 people in a 750 seat auditorium that six percent capacity that's socially distancing of 25 feet a person right and it's not taking into account our overhead and what it costs to run the building so it really pretty much just annihilates us and makes us lose even more money reopening than we would be if we were staying closed or not closed per se, but what we current operations are, which we can come back to. Yes. So we are really in a bad place because if they don't change phase four's restrictions, then we will not reopen until phase five, which if you've read the plan, phase five is no new cases for a certain amount of time, strong and useful antivirals or a vaccine. So when when are we going to get to phase five? I don't know. And it's pretty bad for us right now. We're feeling pretty bleak. We don't know what the future is going to be if if our our elected officials don't try to change this one size fits all number to a formula of a ratio of fire code capacity or square footage. I mean, the music box is massive. It's 7000 square feet, the one auditorium. So we just we need them to. We need them to to adjust that number for us so that we can really actually even open in phase one. If they don't adjust the number, then I'm sad to say, you know, people won't know the music box until the, for a longer period of time. 
Um, we're going to revisit this. i got to take a quick break, Ryan, but uh, Ryan Ostrike is my guest. He's the general manager of the Music Box Theater. You know where the Music Box is, 3733 North Southport in Chicago, musicboxtheater.com. That's theater with an R-E because they're fancy at the Music Box and they're historic, and they're celebrating their 90th anniversary. We're going to talk more with Ryan and uh, take your questions, 312-981-7200. It's WGN. Businesses are hurting all over during this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. We we know that. We hear about restaurants and bars and nail salons. And maybe you're not thinking about movie theaters at this moment as you sit in front of the TV streaming something. We got news that AMC, the big theater chain, is saying they might go out of business. But what about the fine, the wonderful independent cinemas right here in Chicago, especially the Music Box Theater that has been celebrating and uh, celebrating their 90th anniversary all year. Ryan Ostrike is the general manager of the Music Box. Ryan, right before we took the break, you were talking about the the really hard line requirements that the Music Box is going to have to jump through to to finally open. We all know the Illinois Restaurant Association lobbies for restaurants, and they work with the the city to to deal with that. Do independent theaters have that sort of group, or or is it all up to you and the Music Box to to Talk to the city by yourselves. So um, there is a, a, a there is a, a national association. Uh, it's called NATO of theater owners. Not to be confused with the other NATO. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say um, you guys are pretty and, well connected. <laughs> I wish, <laughs> um, but uh, but there is this organization that that all uh, movie theaters across the country. I mean, if they choose to pay their dues and be a part of. But even but inside of that, there's an Illinois chapter, okay. which we you know we pay much smaller dues. But you know we have kind of a, a group that tries to you know talk to our elected officials and whatnot to basically say, hey, here are some guidelines and restrictions we are willing to put on ourselves. So please here take up these offerings, look through them, and see if you're willing to kind of use them as a template to put onto us for when we reopen. And so. The Illinois NATO did work together with actually the Illinois Restaurant Association to try to come up with our own uh, volunteer guidelines for everything. And, um, you know, we we were hoping to be treated very similar uh, to be to restaurants. And, you know, what we don't know is whether they're going to change that hard and fast number of 50 people to like a percentage of capacity. Yeah which, you know, if they even gave us 25% capacity, which is what we heard the Illinois Restaurant Association was asking for, we could reopen in phase four. At 25% capacity, that's, that's, that's enough seats for us. Okay. So we're kind of hoping that that kind of becomes a thing because the rest of the restrictions that they're asking for are things we would want to do, you know, having our employees wear masks and gloves and extra sanitizing uh, of things and, you know, basically doing assigned seating and, and spacing out seats so that they're, everything is socially distanced and, you know, and also, um, you know, uh, you know, taking the temperatures of our employees and then basically sending them home and giving them sick time if they're sick so that, you know, they can not be at work and be paid but not have to worry about losing their job, you know, and becoming in sick so that nobody has those concerns. So, like, all these things we're prepared for and happy to do, um, you know, just to, to give everybody either the, the real safety or even just the peace of mind. And the thing that people forget about with the way this virus works is it's all about close uh, confined spaces where also people are talking heavily and really right. kind of uh, transmitting it. Now, now think about 
how you would do that in a in a setting where you're in a group or a party of people. But in a movie theater, everybody is sitting pretty right. quietly, not talking, barely breathing too heavily, socially distanced, and all watching a movie, right? You're right, not, and all facing the same whole, way. They're not you're not exactly. looking at somebody else. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of of what what the bigger concern of, of how transmission goes. So even in that sense our section of entertainment, it should be treated a little bit differently. And I'm not asking, you know, for like some ungodly number of like, let me have 100% capacity because I'm, I don't want to take that risk, right. not for my employees and not for my customers. But also, I just I just feel like, you know, they lumped us into phase four and I was, I'm just still really hoping that they can kind of carve something out to say, okay, movie theaters, you know, that was our early modeling. Here's here's something yeah. more that can work for you so that really we can reopen and reopen in a way that we're not going to lose money um, because that's what we need to do as independent theaters. I mean, AMC, I mean, what they're talking about, and they're not really being honest, all they're talking about is going bankrupt right. and not paying their debt. And basically what they'll do is they'll just close the, the theaters that weren't making the big month, amounts of money. And then once they reorganize and refinance their business, they'll reopen yeah, all the fine. other theaters that were making money and they'll still be AMCs. But like a mom and pop shop and independently owned like the music box, that doesn't work. No, no. <laughs> you, if you're gone, you're gone. Right. And then so what happens with an independent place like that is if you're gone, you're gone. Well, then. I mean, if a movie theater goes out of business and cannot be a movie theater again, then what happens to that building, right? And it's right. not like it's suddenly going to become a movie theater again. It could get redeveloped or something worse. Yeah. So, you know, we we just need some some path, a sliver, something to figure out how we can do this, um, you know, with a little bit more understanding of that our business is different than, say, a restaurant or different than say a music venue. Now, is your alderman? I, I don't know who your alderman is. Are they being? Are they helpful at all? Or your your congressperson? Are they? Are, are you able so to I've talk to, to them? My state representative, my state senator, and my alderman, and everybody knows and seems to care about the music box and hears sure. me. Um, but they all seem to say it comes down to the public health department and what they say. So they 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 take my story and my concerns and they say they pass it on. But that they also say, please understand that, you know, that the, the task force that the mayor appointed is working hand in hand with the public health department. It's really going to be decided by the public health department. So I don't really know how much they can do for me. They say they're trying, but sure. And I believe them because they, you know, I've seen them at the movie theater before. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah so I don't you, you better I, step up a little bit. I hope. I hope so. You know, I mean. I need I need it. My employees oh, need yeah. it. You know, I feel like the customers want it. You know, we all need a little escape from this this insane world right now. Definitely. Now, what uh, in no matter when you reopen, and I'm going to say when because I'm I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and hope for the best. But the customers would have to wear face coverings, correct? Because that's a statewide. So thing. we would we would ask them to wear a face covering up until when they got to their seat, because okay. the way the restrictions work is. When, when you are within six feet of one another and, you know, talking or mm-hmm. breathing in that air, you're supposed to be wearing a face mask. But when you are seated and you're socially distanced and you're not sort of, you know, uh, you know sort of moving in any way or you're breathing heavily, then, then the risk goes down dramatically. So what we would ask for our customers is you wear a mask when you come in, you wear a mask if you do any interaction with us for, say, like get a ticket or concessions or whatever, and, and then 
at least wear that mask down to where your seat is. Okay. Um, and then, you know, after that, we would hope, you know, people would probably do the best practices. But as we know, you can't drink your beer with your popcorn because you can get beer at the Music Box. Um, yeah, yeah, you can't drink beer with on. a mask. And you don't want to put a no. straw in a beer. That's no good. You don't want to enjoy it that way. That's, that's a little weird. That is, that's that. very weird. But, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, Ryan. Sometimes, uh, you know, <laughs> if, if I got to do it, I got to do it. That's how it's going to go. All right, we we know that uh, things are things are dire now, but people can still help support the music box. There's a lot of uh, there's uh, things going on at the music box because you know, again, if you live in that neighborhood, you've you've been to the music box, you've seen the music box. If you live in the Chicago area, you know, you know about the music box. You may you may have gone to one of the fine programs. You may have gone to a seventy millimeter. These are these are the parts of Chicago that we really need to watch out for. Small businesses, independent businesses. Um, all right, so let's get in. Let's get in uh, to how people can how people can help. What what can you do to still enjoy the music box and support the music box, even though we can't physically go and sit in the theater? Well, there's 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 one thing you can do, which is exactly the type of thing you would get from the music box, and that's watch a movie. So, on our YouTube page, we did a nice recording of our our house organist playing what he normally does on a Friday or Saturday night. So right then and there, and this is free. Anytime you're going to watch a movie, you can bring a little bit of the music box into your home right before it with that nice intermission music that we're known for. Nice. But then beyond that, if you want to support us directly, you can go to our website, and we're still curating movies. We've got some independent distributors who've been making these movies available to us where basically they create a page that's got the music box logo on it, and in it's like a ticket price. It's like 12 bucks. And even if, you know, you're watching it with a couple of people, but it's still 12 bucks, and we get 50% of that ticket price from that distributor. So, nice. you know, we're kind of still curating these movies that we would have played on our big screen, and you can basically say, oh, yeah, I, I like this one that the music box picked out, like this documentary or this comedy or whatever. And so you could watch it right there, and that's supporting us. So that's that's like a direct way of still feeling like you're at the movies or at least that you're watching movies and, and knowing us for that way. But if you you know, if you want to go beyond that, um, we've got merchandise for sale. Um, you know, you can buy something for yourself, like a pin or a mug or somebody for a friend. Uh, we have memberships that you'll be able to take advantage of when we reopen, and those take, get you discounts and free movies. Um, and then we also have gift cards, of course, so that you can use those when we, reop- when we reopen. And, and like you said, when we reopen, because we're going to reopen. I like yeah. that optimism. you got to um, keep those thinking are that all ways. Those are all ways you can support us. And you know, hopefully, the other thing that we're working on is the drive-in, and so I'm hoping we're going to get this drive-in off the ground. And if we do, that would be another way you support us. You just comes to move in your car, you know. Now we're That'd be we're, cool. Let's say we got to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to hear about this idea. Then we'll talk. Let's talk about a few of the movies that uh, the Music Box is curating on the virtual cinema. And you forgot you forgot a, a perfect accoutrement to go with one of these movies that we're going to be streaming at home. So we'll talk about that too. Uh, Ryan Ostrick is the general manager of the Music Box Theater, thirty-seven thirty-three North Southport. Musicboxtheater dot com is the website. More with Ryan and your questions. If you have a question for Ryan, three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. After this, WGN. I'm tempted to just let this uh, song go because I love this song. It's nothing against Ryan Ostrike, the general manager of Music Box Theater, but uh, I don't know why this song speaks to me, and yet it does. But songs speak to you, movies speak to you, and if you want to see movies at the Music Box Theater, well, you can't go in there right now, but 
you can still see films through the Music Box and support the Music Box Theater with their virtual cinema. Now, I have I mentioned, Ryan, before, before we left that you had forgotten something that I think I can't go to the movies without popcorn and uh, junior mints, and you mentioned I can get beer at the at the Music Box Theater, but what if I want all your other treats? Can I get some treats and then bring them home and go to the virtual cinema? You absolutely could. I can't believe I forgot Music Box <laughs> to go. They, these are our crafted packages for you, the popcorn, the movie popcorn loving, uh, either you're, you're soda drinking or beer drinking or wine drinking uh, and candy. You know, we basically have these packages online. You go on there and you, you say, I like this type of candy. I like this type of wine or this type of beer. We call them our PG or our rated R packages. And, uh, and basically it's pretty slick on Fridays and Saturday nights. You can plug it in, uh, pick up, a, have a pickup time, swing by, give us a call, say you're outside. We run it out to you and then you head home and you set up your, your, your screening at, 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 at in the comfort of your couch and you got, you know, movie popcorn. So yeah, we, we have other ways to support us and also enjoy the way you support us with, with uh, music box to go. All right, let's. Uh, we're going to get into some of the films that you run in, in the during the virtual cinema. But before we left, you also said there's a, an idea for a drive-in. What is that all about? Well, you know, one thing that uh, that you know is all about safety and what's going on with the pandemic is how do you socially distance, but also watch movies as like a community. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's been around honestly since the birth of cinema, like the very first drive-in came about in 1932 is, you know, taking your car and packing it full of people or not and driving uh, to a, a giant outdoor space and watching a movie on a, a really big screen. Yeah. And so there are drive-ins still in this country. There used to be in the 60s, There, I think at the peak of the 60s, there was like 5,000 drive-in screens across the United States, but now it's down to 340. Wow. However, they're making a comeback because right. this is how people can come together and see movies right now. So our idea is why not why not a drive-in in the city of Chicago proper? Yeah. You could do it in so, you know, uh, the parking lots down by Soldier Field. You could do it. There's a lot of places you could do it. So we sourced all of the stuff we need to create a drive-in. Now we just need to find the, the pro- right property owner to give us the space because we can't really pay for a space on top of all yes. the other costs <laughs> for it. So we're really working hard to find somebody who's like, I want to do a, you know, my, my, my parking lot, my, my empty lot. It's not yeah. doing me any good right now. Why not, why not I help the music box? How much space do you need? So, uh, so for, for the setup that we're looking to do, cause right now we, we have a 42 foot screen. So to make it a good, uh, presentation for everybody, we're looking for a 300 by 300 foot square, 300 by 300 foot square, which would hold about how many cars, uh, between 150 and 200 cars. All right. Listen, there's people, there's people listening right now who have some land. You, you know, somebody who owns a parking lot, you know, you know, people aren't driving anywhere. Everybody's working from home. Let's step it up. And the good thing here is we can put this thing on there and remove it without putting anything in the ground. We've figured this all out. See, so it's not so. going to damage anything. And maybe maybe nope. you have a, a parking lot that you people only use during the week for business. Well, why not Friday and Saturday night, man? It's, let's do well, it up. Here's the thing about movies. It could be weeknights, too, because sure. we can't start the movies until sundown. Nobody's parking after 7, eight, seven o'clock. I got you, Ryan. Listen, so, we're gonna we're gonna keep har- harping on this. Somebody out there has a space. 
because this is a fantastic idea. And just you mentioned they're on a comeback just a couple weeks ago. Uh, there were some in the suburbs and uh, that were opening up and lines were forming in the middle of the day. People, it's a nice, it's a nice nostalgic throwback to go to the drive-in. You know, some people, some exactly. people have never been to a drive-in. It's it's pretty cool. You know. Yeah, it really is. I I I actually did it when I was a kid, and uh, you know, the only problem with that I stopped going is because the, you know they kept closing, and so <laughs> the furthest one I could go to was like an hour drive, and I'm like, yeah. an hour drive? I'll be back at two or three in the morning. That's insane. Yeah, that's the. So there's why a not point. why not put it in Chicago and people can get there in fifteen or twenty minutes? Oh well, depending on traffic. So. And if somebody's listening and they they're thinking I might be able to I might be able to help this, how can somebody get a hold of you, Ryan, to uh, to talk about this? Just email me, just Ryan at musicboxtheater dot com. You can find me on the website. Perfect. All right. Okay. Let's. Uh, so so that's that's an exciting idea. Hopefully that comes about. Uh, let's talk about some of the some of the uh, films that you've got going through this virtual cinema because um, I've. Oh, before we do that, this was a question I wanted to answer. I had this question, and then yeah. I got I got all worked up over trying to find a you know a lot for the drive-in, and I forgot it. <laughs> Other theater, you know, big chain theaters are always complaining that people are you know they're staying home to watch movies. Your clientele is is different because you're not showing the run of the mill stuff that's being being streamed or that you can watch you know at the mall or whatever. So is that once things reopen? Are you confident that that your your customers are going to come back? Whereas other, you yeah. know, some of these chains are like, well, they might not. And people, you know, for that, I agree. You know, people might not go back, but they can't see what they can see at the music box anywhere else. That's correct, and that and that's what makes it special. But that's not the only reason people are going to come back. We're 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 an historic, atmospheric landmark right. that you know it gives a different sense of what watching a movie together. It's more of like an experience of going to church. The yeah. people that are there want to be there. They're choosing to spend their money there because they love movies so much. You know, if, 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 if the run-of-the-mill movie theater is questioning if it will have a life after the pandemic, well, it should have been questioning what its life was before the pandemic. What's it doing for its customers? What experience is it giving? What makes it more of a community space? than any other movie theater. And the music box specifically prides itself on, on how it engages and how it creates community for people who love watching movies together. And so that's why I do not fear the future of the music box. And, and it's, it is completely okay that when we reopen, if we reopen with restricted capacities and if people aren't sure they want to come back right away, that's okay because over time we're all going to get more confident and better things are going to come out of our health system and ways for us to manage this thing so that, you know, we're going to get back to the old music box of yore that we all know and love. It'll right. come back to that. Well, and it's the way you describe it is perfect because going in, it used to be you'd go to the movies and they were all big auditoriums like you. You said 750 seats in the, in the historic auditorium. That's how all theaters used to be. Now, a lot of times it's like going to a movie in somebody's garage. They're, they they chop them up at the multiplex. They everything. There's no there's no atmosphere. There's nothing that makes it seem special. Which I think is why a lot of people don't treat it as as special. You know, they don't come oh, in. They're not reverent. They're not quiet. Right. Yeah, because they don't they don't care as much about you know the experience that they're sharing with other people. They're not thinking about the the place there, and they're just 
they're like they're they're in their re- these recliner seats that make them think that they're at home, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. they're eating this gourmet food that they might they might have made at home. So they're it, if if anything is trying to give them that at home experience, which is that at at home attitude, right? Which is your yeah. phone can come out at any time, and you can you think you could pause the damn movie, but you can't. That's not <laughs> how movies work, right? And the they're person next to you doesn't theaters. care who you're texting. Nobody. Nobody cares. They don't care. (laughs) All right, let's look at some of these. There's a you guys have a a documentary that's on the virtual cinema that I hadn't heard of, and it sounds it sounds really interesting. What is Hail Satan? (laughs) Oh yes, Hail Satan. Uh, So this one came out a couple of years ago, but we brought it back uh, with this distributor who was bringing back these really good documentaries. It's about the Church of Satan, which which makes you wonder, okay, this is all a, a glorification of Satanists. Right. But it's actually really not. It, it, what it really looks at with the, the Church of Satan is what the underlying purpose of the Church of Satan is, which is about protest and freedom of speech, and the way uh, that the way that things can get uh, misclassified and mis- misrepresented and stereotypes can be created. And so it's actually a really fascinating documentary that looks at people who, you know, call themselves Church of Satanists, but how how their lives are affected by that. And it, it, it was such a fun film that we played at the Music Box, and I think it was a year and a half ago we played this film, because we actually had, like, churchgoers coming out to, like, protest our screening of this oh, movie. Geez. But we were, like, telling them, no, 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 please come in and watch the documentary before you judge it, because we are, trust me, this is not, this is not anti-religion, pro-religion. This is not pro-Satanism and whatnot. It's actually much more of an interesting piece about, you know, kind of American society and free speech and all that kind of stuff. And so we were excited when this distributor was like, hey, do you want to bring back Hail Satan? And we were like, absolutely. That, that's, a, that's a really great documentary to, like, strike up a conversation with people about. And what else, what else is available? Uh, give me another one on the uh, virtual cinema. Well, I'll give you two. If you okay. if you want a good drama that sort of kind of takes you back, so kind of in this in the sense of repertory or classic movies, I really recommend The Gray Fox. It's a story about a man coming out of prison and trying to figure out what he's going to do with his life. So he goes back to train Robin, which okay. is how he got in prison the first time. And then the other one is a little bit more lighthearted, but it's it's cynical and snarky and it's funny. It's uh, it's called Lucky Grandma, and it's about an octogenarian uh, Chinese grandma in New York. Who's a, who's a gambling fiend, and she gets herself <laughs> in the wrong gambling den and has to find her way out with, you know, if you could think Chinese mobsters and things. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good. You'll be shocked at how much you enjoy this movie. Very nice. Now, tomorrow you have, so, you have a movie opening, uh, or I guess later today because it's after midnight, uh, and for what we're going through, it seems like a very fitting film to be running now. Oh yeah, well we yeah we have actually a couple. We've got Tony Morrison, The Pieces I Am, and Who Streets, uh, which are both really powerful um, uh, documentaries. Uh, you know, talking about African American issues or specific Tony Morrison and what she had done uh, through her writing and whatnot. Um, and so, for us, we thought you know the best way to have a conversation about what's going on is to is to is to listen to a story or understand a subject through through the medium of movies because there's nothing more in, 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 empathetic than sitting down and watching and 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 listening or or, or ha- seeing a conversation unfold and so these two documentaries i think are really strong and i think uh 
you know, for anybody who wants to take this conversation that we're having nationally and, and make it a little bit more focused for an hour and a half, these documentaries are great watches. They really are, and it makes you really think about things. And before I let you go, tell people again how they go about getting getting the virtual cinema in their home. So just go to musicboxtheater.com, and then it says virtual cinema, or just scroll down below that, and you'll see all the films uh, that are listed that you could rent uh, online right now. And basically, you just click over to the link of the movie, and you rent it, and it's like a 24- or 48-hour period of time where you get to watch this movie on your computer, or you hook up the computer to your TV. And, and it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's a great way to watch the movie from your home, but also be supporting Music Box. Yep, because a portion of the proceeds go right to the Music Box. And if you're in the neighborhood, or even if you're not in the neighborhood... Call ahead, swing by, get your music box to go, and you can get your popcorn and your candy and uh, everything else, and it'd be all set up for a wonderful night. Uh, Ryan, it is always good to talk to you. Good luck. I hope I hope the city starts taking things into advantage because six percent, like you said, six percent occupancy. It's not you can't you you got to do it. you got to get up to where everybody else is. But uh, good luck. Keep in touch, and we will uh, hope to see you at the music box very soon. Well, thank you so much, and thanks to all the listeners, and hope to hear from you guys, and take care of yourself, Chicago. Take care, Ryan. That's Ryan Ostrike. He is the general manager of the Music Box Theater.